Welcome back. For the last time to the classics, we have been carefully pointing out the patterns of ambition, greed, and then misfortune which follows around the main character Macbeth. Now we are down to acts 4 and 5 where both the series and Macbeth meet their end. Building upon what the last three acts have stated, Macbeth and his wife lose more and more sanity. Their plot has now become known to many and enemies gather around Macbeth in the name of Duncan's son Malcolm, they aim to reclaim the throne. Act 4 begins with Macbeth going to see the witches for more information. Shortly after he had Banquo killed, he wanted to put his mind at ease, but what he got was more than that. He was tricked into overconfidence. The witches summon three apparitions that each give Macbeth a prophecy. After hearing the second prophecy, Macbeth says, Then live, Macduff. What need I fear of thee? And with this, he had forgotten about the first prophecy and thought he was immune to all men in the world. This was the first time in the act he had let himself be misjudged by the words of the supernatural. His judgment became clouded by the assurance that the second prophecy would cancel out the first. Macbeth follows this with, But yet I'll make assurance double sure and take bond of fate. Thou shalt not live. That I may tell pale-hearted fear it lies, and sleep in spite of thunder. What we learn here is that Macbeth is still desperate to sit on the throne and will do anything to keep it. He believes that with Macduff's death, it would guarantee his position. Without carefully considering his shaky position, Macbeth has trusted his fate to witches whom he not much later deems untrustworthy. Macbeth has misjudged the information he had received, becoming overly confident. Soon after he had learned about the first two apparitions, he was faced with the third apparition which told him, Macbeth shall never be vanquished be until great Burnham would to hide Dunsinane Hill. Macbeth spoke confidently in response to the third apparition, Who can impress the forest? Bid the tree unfix his earth's bond root? Once again, he makes a mistake here, thinking that somehow with more enemies gathering every day that he could escape this alive. Forests don't move, but what chance was there that Macbeth could seriously survive this? In desperation, Macbeth wanted to trust the three witches, if it meant he could feel safe. Greed and then desperation led him to believe in a trap. In the very same scene, Macbeth hears from Lennox that Macduff has fled to England. The prophecy still in mind, Macbeth decides that now he will act more readily on his impulses, starting with killing all that still live in Macduff's castle. From this moment, the, the very firstlings of my heart shall be the firstlings of my hand. He is depending on the apparition's prophecy to protect him. But strangely, he is also helping fulfill them. While Macduff fleeing to England was already a bad sign for Macbeth, the first apparition's words, Beware Macduff, were only truly complete once Macduff learns that his family was killed. At first, Macduff was rebellious towards Macbeth. Then after hearing about his family, he becomes downright murderous. Perhaps if Macbeth had not been blinded by rage and greed, he wouldn't have made such fierce enemies with Macduff. Not only is Macbeth losing his mind over the killing he has done, but so is Lady Macbeth. In her last scene, she sleepwalks while saying, I tell you yet again, Banquo is buried. He cannot come out of his grave. Here we see her giving away that they were responsible for killing Banquo. While seamlessly washing her hands, she also shouts, 
out damn spot out i say this is referring to the blood of duncan she had to wash off of her hands but also the guilt of his murder once thoroughly ambitious lady Macbeth's greedy and foolish actions have come to harm her perhaps not in the form of criminal punishment but the guilt now haunts her and has driven her mad the madness is also the reason that this is her last scene as not much later she ends her own suffering Soon after, the armies of English and Scottish rebels approach Macbeth's castle. The second prophecy comes true as the approaching foes hide their numbers with branches of Burnham wood. In his fury, Macbeth says, I'll fight till the flesh from my bones be hacked. Macbeth still shows sign of his former glory as a brave general, willing to protect his cause. He even decides later on to leave the safety of the castle's battlements to fight his foes alone. He can be quoted stating, they have tied me to a stake. I cannot fly, but bear-like, I must fight the course. However, at this point, Macbeth is still counting on the apparition's prophecies. While there is some bravery in his quote, it should be mentioned that this is also him being foolish in counting on the witch's prophecies. He desires for power and security led him to believe the apparitions in an attempt to make himself feel more safe. This was a great mistake and so was going out to fight the enemy on his own. In the final scene of Act 5, Macbeth and Macduff duel and the brave Macbeth in his overconfidence does well towards the beginning. However, in an instant, Macbeth loses his confidence when the witch's prophecy turns out to be trickery. Having been told by the witches that no one of woman born could harm him, Macbeth is shocked to hear that Macduff was born unnaturally for the time period. By Caesarian section, in his shock, he says, A curse be that tongue that tells me so where it has cowed my better part of man. What he says here is that learning he was not invincible has shattered his confidence, and he is now lost. His greedy mind made it hard for him to see that he had little hope and that the witches would most likely be tricking him. Along with some mistakes that got him into this mess, his beliefs in the prophecy had made his judgment terrible and came to be his downfall. At the end of the play, the audience is meant to feel mixed emotions about Macbeth. While he became a murder fueled by greed, he started out as a noble and loyal general. Had he somehow used his skills for good, maybe the world could be better off. His one unfortunate character flaw was his greed, which the witches exploited. Realizing his error only too late, Macbeth completes Shakespeare's tragic pattern. The natural order of the time was restored, and the rightful king could take the throne. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Classics. I hope you enjoyed and this is me signing off.